Hey everyone, it's Dorian Black and Ari Hart. Yes, and I'm back. Thanks to the good sis for holding it down for me. <laughs> Had to clear up a few things. Your girl was scratching, but <sighs> I'm back. Yes. Mentally prepared to be on the podcast and to just chat it up with my folks. I hope y'all miss me because I definitely miss y'all. Period. Period. But we're going to get into our hot topics, our what the hell happened. How was your week? My week was good. Um, what I do? Yeah, last weekend I went to like the football game for my students. Mm-hmm. This week we had a really long week. It was rough. The kids acting crazy, like they don't got no sense. But you know they got the right one with his heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to get my hair straightened tomorrow. I haven't got it straightened mm-hmm. in like two years, so we'll see the length because you know my ends probably need a lot of clipping. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of excited, but I'm also nervous because every time I get my hair straight, I always feel like, God, no heat damage. Because I wear my hair more in its natural state than I do anything else. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think you'll look fine. I think you look cute. You always look cute with your hair straight. Thank you. What about you? What you been up to since we haven't seen you in two whole episodes? Um, Nothing much. Still working like a crazy lady. Um, Just... Taking some time to get my things together yeah. financially, mentally, all that. Um, I've met real. some new friends. Shout out to Marvin B. They're two guys I met at Drake Night. They're really cool. They're actually thinking about starting a podcast themselves. So I I gave them like some pointers. I'm like, listen, if we can do it. Y'all can do it too. Like, hopefully, I see that in the future. You know, a podcast they got coming soon. But I like that everybody's getting in this. Like, especially people our age, just getting mm-hmm. in this like creative vibe and spirit and networking. Right. I think it's just so cool that starting business. Yeah, right. like that's so dope. Like people are really trying to make something more than what they already have, and I think right. that's so cool. Um. What else have I been up to? Nothing much. You know, just trying to make this money. That's about it. It's so funny because my friend Didi, she, you know, she worked for the post office. Mm-hmm. And she said, like, last week she just was crying. I was like, Didi. She was just like, sis, like, every house I go to is a dog. And she said she fell backwards trying to get away from a bug. I was like, Listen. she just like, I'm trying to make it through. But she said, I might have to start looking for something else. It's Listen. real like that, huh? Okay, it's outside. I tell people who like go to become carriers, like it's no joke. Like it's legit a different feel. Like people, mm. I used to think before I started working here, like the mailman used to come to work and the truck would be ready for him. And he'd just be at my house with my mail. But no, Not like so much. they go through a lot. So appreciate your mailman if you give him a bottle of water or they some hot chocolate. They really do. It really goes a long way. It really makes their day. Like just for somebody to be like bruh I feel your pain like and inside is no words like my job has been killing me like 8 to 8 every day really? and I'm just like and the days are running together like holiday yet. no it's not that's why I'm just like where is all the smell coming from but yes that's like shout out to DD. I wish her the best of luck if she's looking to come inside that's that's the best advice I can give her is to come inside especially since she's still kind of new like right. it's easier to just come on over so I'll try to tell her about that. Yeah. Come on in. We need the people inside. Trust me. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what's been going on in my neck of the woods. I've been trying to catch up on the latest drama in the media. Mm-hmm. So as you guys know, 6 9 is now on trial um, for his affiliation with the Trey 9 gang, blood gang. 
And he's been telling everything from who's in charge and who's affiliated and what he take part of. I've been seeing the memes where people are like, am I part of the Treyway 9 gang? So mm-hmm. I just think this is a prime example of when clout chasing goes wrong. Like being somebody that you're, you're not, not and now you're getting, you literally threw your life away. Like, Because either way, whether you rat or you don't, so if you rat, these people now hate you, might possibly kill you, and the people in jail are going to see you for that. And then if you don't rat, then you're just in jail for a really long time. So I don't see him really winning this no matter what lane he goes. Mm -hmm. I just heard nobody, he doesn't get hurt. Like, I don't wish harm on anybody. And I feel like. Oh, of course not. Yeah. This is like. But he's gone. direction. Yeah, like, because this is something serious. Like, like, this is why I don't get, listen, I know my lane. That ain't the kind of stuff I'm into, so I leave that alone. And I right. feel like that was never the stuff he was into. And now that, that's the, the part of his life is kind of, like, over. So, And then, like, you're definitely going to lose, like, a fan base because people don't really fuck with snitches. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really not looking great for you, bro. It's really not looking Unfortunately, good. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> good luck. But see, this is my thing. I feel like black people, we're always so welcoming to, like, let people in, like, our culture. Like, because he doesn't even identify himself as a black man, but yet he's screaming to go on a track. And, like, now well, I don't think we want to welcome him to this because black people, we don't, we don't really like the police. And you ratting out other people. And, you know, that's their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Gangs and all that. I don't do you, boo. Mm-hmm. And I get kind of probably, like, use them as a mascot kind, mascot kind of like, oh, let's put him in front of it. Like, let's make him, like, the brand, and he's going to make all this money and use it. Like, it's just To give horrible. to them. Yeah, okay. like, that's just, it's just a bad thing all around. So I, I just wish him the best of luck, and just not a good situation to be in. At all. It's really tacky, honestly. I know. Other news, um, the good brother Kevin Hart is facing some allegations. He's been having like a really rough month. What allegations? I don't know if you guys remember when he got caught, you know, a few years ago cheating, cheating on his okay. wife. And the girl he allegedly was, you know, affiliated with or, you know, recording with at the time is suing him. She's saying that he knew what was going on. He was aware and that now she's suing him because... He's trying to act like he didn't know or didn't have anything to do with it. But I'm just like. But what exactly are you suing? He's not like. Exactly. It's not defamation of character because he's not saying anything about you. He's just saying. He, he didn't do he it. He didn't do it. Like he's trying to protect his family and his marriage. And now well, here it is. should have thought about that a little bit more thoroughly before he started cheating. cheating. And now you got married to this whole woman. You had a whole child with her. And then you still mm-hmm. cheated. I just cannot wrap my head around that shit. And they'll look at you. You suffer. I feel so bad because, like, this happened right after he just had his recent car crash. And it's like, he didn't even get a chance to heal. Now he's dealing with this. And it's, like, embarrassing kind of, like. I don't have no sympathy. You shouldn't be cheating on nobody. It's not a good feeling. And you knowing your level of famousness Mm -hmm. that you should not do that because you're just drawing attention to yourself and it's going to be in the media because you are famous. It's right. going to be a lot harder to hide it. Mm. And so. it sure is because it's like I need my Chacoins. Period. Poo. Okay, I don't care how long ago it was. I need my Chacoins. But, you know, shout out to Kevin Hart and his family. Hopefully things move over, but that's mm-hmm. just not a good situation to be in. Um, what else? What else? Young Jeezy and... um. Jeannie Mai are now officially a thing. 
I'm happy for them if it's genuine. I remember on the real, she was like, I'm really into black guys. And it kind of like read me the wrong way. It's like, everybody's right, you just married to a whole white man. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, <laughs> but it's Do a you. weird couple, but not that it's a weird couple, but I just never would expect them to not, be dating. Like, if a black guy, not necessarily him. Yeah, like young Jeezy out of all people, not yeah. the snowman, but. I mean, girl, have your fun. I mean, your husband was out here cheating on you, and you just trying to, at this point, live your best life. So, do you, mm-hmm. sis? And you don't got no kids? Yeah. Do you? And that was one of her biggest things with her marriage. Like, her husband wanted kids, and she, from the rip, said, I don't want to have kids. So, But that's something, then. If y'all had a different, like, kids, mm-hmm. it shouldn't have even been got a marriage. that far. Mm-hmm. I so, totally agree. Like, that's, like, a major dope That's breaker. a big thing. To mm-hmm. not agree on. And somebody has to like... What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, God. Compromise? Yes. I had a brain fart. But <laughs> somebody definitely has to compromise on that situation. Like, if you know kids are something you really want, then it's either you leave the relationship or you compromise with your partner. And... But you might end up resenting them <coughs> because you really wanted kids. But see, that's you have to be like... Mm-hmm. That's something you have to think about. Like Right. Am I going to take this next step with you or am I going to find somebody who I just hate? I feel like they kind of, I don't want to say they wasted their time because, you know, the memories and stuff that they had together are probably, they both probably really cherished, but. Right. Now are, yeah. So. That's unfortunate, but yeah. yeah. And I don't know how, I might be late on this, but I knew, I found out like that, um, Tamara's niece on her husband's side got killed in like that recent mess you shoot it. but that mm-hmm. was pretty recent yeah yeah and like i was watching a clip of her back on the show and it was just really sad to see you know how upset she was and that's just really crazy mm-hmm. like it really could be anybody in those mass shootings is just unfortunate mm-hmm. and i feel like tamira is such a sweet person she it's just really hard person. to see her like so hurt and upset so yeah i feel like they're always coming at her i don't know if you remember when people was like saying horrible things about her on the internet because her husband's white they kept oh, calling right. her white man's whore but the thing is I her whole her dad is, is white. white that's what people don't understand like they're mixed like her dad is white like and so her for mom her, is like my complexion yeah so for her to have that type of attraction like not to say black women can't date white right, men right. but like it's, it's not her family fetched. yeah like th- why wouldn't she like if her dad is like that why is it a problem for her to date black men i think black you mean white men i mean white men yeah. sorry i think with black people when we hear somebody's mix and i feel like this is why mixed people always get like misconstrued because they don't know which side to pick it's like oh you're black but you're not black enough and it's not right. fair to and them. And I don't think that Tamara, like, denies her blackness. She yeah. just happens to love a white man. And I think that's just a lot to be calling her a white man's whore. Like, yeah. Especially to be trolling her like that. She's such a sweet person. Yeah. I, oh, another news when it comes to the real girls. I don't know if you guys noticed, like, Tamar Braxton, who used to be on the show, is no longer on the show. Of course, she lost her job. Yeah, but for a while. Right. right? So it's been, like, almost a year. years. Like, two or three years. So, really? Mm-hmm. Two, three? Oh. It's, it's been a while so you know she recently went on wendy williams and wendy williams asked her would she ever do the real again and i've seen other people ask her this question and you know she, she always says the same thing like no shade but 
you know, I'm just not in that place anymore. Like, I have other things I'm working on. And she even apologized to the girls from The Real because, he, like, it was a big thing. Right, and it was a lot of her pointing fingers at them. Right. And apparently, you know, the girls in The Real made a comment. Mm-hmm. Lonnie, Lonnie loves all of the girls on The Real was just like, you know, Tamar, you're more than welcome to come on the show. Nobody's attacking you. But I think... Tamar react. She didn't have a bad reaction. She just pretty much was like, "It's not my thing. I'm moving forward." But I think since the question keeps coming up, everybody's She's getting like, irritated. Not even that they're getting irritated. Everyone's like, "Let's tell our side of the story," because it like nobody wants to look bad. And that's what Tamar, or not Tamar, Tamara was saying. Like, I worked really hard to have like my character not be like this mean girl in a sense. So. I just and that's not even sense. her. Yeah, that's not I her did. at all. Like, it's so funny because I remember, like, her own sister-sister. And I'm just like, her. literally, her and Tia's personalities are, like, the opposite in real life. Mm-hmm. So, the character they played on that show is the opposite of who they really yeah. are in real life, which is so hilarious. Because Tamara was, like, the one who was, like, goofing off. Like, but, but like, in real life, she's, like, real serious mm-hmm. and, you know, reserved. So, yeah. I feel like just... It's done. It's, yeah. She's not on the show no more. So. Right. And people need to stop asking that question. Yeah. So, yeah. Let them be great. Let Word them of the day. Yes. Um, yeah, that's all the hot juicy stuff I got going on. Yeah, you had a lot more to me. I didn't really have any. It's just too much going on to for me to keep track of. So. See, I live for the drama. I'm just like sitting back, going through my Twitter feeds like, mm, mm, mm. Thank God it's not me. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Like, some of the drama I'm seeing, some people, I'm like, I'm so happy that's not me. Like, certain shit. Like, mm. but in other news, guys, let's hop into our topic for today. So, me and Dorian thought it was a good idea to just have, like, a nice little dating, I guess, part two episode. You know, we talked about dating last season with my friend Avery. Um, and we kind of want to bring it back to that. But touch on some topics that we didn't necessarily get to last time. Mm-hmm. So we want to first start off talking about the friend zone. So what is the friend zone? Does it exist? All of that. So my opinion on the friend zone is that it doesn't exist. And the reason I feel this way is because I feel like this is just a thing that's created by people who are having a hard time accepting that the person that they want doesn't feel the same way. Right? Because why are first of all the friend zone already sounds like a prison it sounds like an unhappy place to be mm-hmm. and being my friend is a great fucking thing mm-hmm. so why are you putting yourself in this area because i don't reciprocate how i feel like it's almost like when people say friend zone it's like i am choosing not to like you when i just genuinely don't feel that way about you instead of accepting it it's like i wouldn't want to be with somebody or talking to somebody who doesn't feel the same way i do is actually saving me a lot of work in the long run if I am just their friend and they're letting me know that they don't feel that way. Speaking from a person who's put people in the friend zone and been in the friend zone, I can say it's like, it's one of those illusions. Like, it's a place, but it's not a place. Like, right. I've been in a friend zone where I had a crush on a guy who was really like a really close friend to me and I was afraid to tell him how I felt and he would tell me about all his girl problems but I'm like I'm the girl you should be with like it's well, me well did he friend zone you or you just never really I spoke just, up I friend zone myself in his okay go, go, so, go, 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 go. 
a friend zone myself. So it, it is a such thing as a friend zone because like now I'm like here and I'm like, like I like you, but I can't speak up. So finally, when I did get the courage to speak up, he kind of told me like, you know, you cool and all, but you know, you like the homie. And my heart was broken. I'm sitting here writing songs about him. Like <laughs> our marriage is over. Like. And I mean, of course, I was young at the time. I was like okay. 13, 14. But oh, like, it's still a still thing. Like, That's true. like, I still experience being friend zone, but I would say it's a thing because I've experienced it. I put myself there, first of all. And I feel like when you kind of put yourself in a friend zone, even now, like when guys, I kind of tell them, like, I like you, but I just want us to be friends. And they like, persistent like you kind of put yourself there but why <clears throat> is it a friend how is it a friend zone i guess my confusion is like how is there a friend zone when like you, being somebody's friend is not a punishment like for me friend zone equals like this is a punishment or like i am purposely deciding that mm-hmm. like you should not like have me like i mean of course a part of just making somebody your friend is you deciding like they're not for me but it's also an emotional component too like I don't feel attracted to you Mm -hmm. I don't feel the same way that you feel so it's just like I don't know I think the friend zone is something that people create to make themselves feel better about somebody not reciprocating right because if you were okay with somebody not feeling away okay cool we're friends and it wouldn't be no talk of you're putting me in an area that I don't want to be in it's more so like, damn, like, when they friends on to me, they're putting me in this area because you're just having such a difficult time accepting that this person doesn't want you in that way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it. Like, even going into the whole not speaking how you feel about somebody, that's not you putting yourself in a friend zone. That's just you not speaking up. Mm-hmm. And all, the only thing you can have with this person is a friendship because they don't fucking know anything. And once they do find out if they don't feel the same way... It's still a friendship. It's not... I guess the friend zone, the title just makes it sound very prison-like. I think it's called the friend zone because, like, you're stuck in this position because you really have these strong feelings for somebody. It's like wanting something that you can't have because you'll know it'll never happen. Right. And it's like, I still love you and appreciate you as a friend, but the feelings I have for you just run way deeper than a friendship than a friendship and it hurts it's hard so of course i think that's why it's called like a friend zone now i think the issue i have with the friend zone is when like you tell a guy like hey i i like you or i just want us to be friends and they just keep trying to push like the relationship on you like oh well like if you're just friends and now they're trying to kiss you like no, we're just friends. Like I ask, you, I'm asking you to respect that boundary. Right. I think that's the only issue I have when it comes to the friend zone. When people try to get out of the friend zone, in a sense. Yeah, and I think that kind of shows you that maybe they're not even worthy of being a friend because you mm-hmm. can't even respect my emotions and what I'm communicating to you. So, like, if you can't respect that, we don't even need to be friends because, like, you are clearly okay with this continuously making me uncomfortable when I've expressed to you that I don't feel this way. Mm -hmm. And then you're just making it awkward moving forward because you're really pressing it and I'm not feeling that way. Now, unless you're the person who's giving them mixed signals and then that's why they're pressing it, then it's also your fault. Because I've definitely had that happen where it's like somebody's expressing I was confused or not sure and kind of leading them on. So 
I was to blame as well. But mm-hmm. if you're not doing that and they're just pressing and you're making it clear and you're not doing anything to give them any other ideas, then it just kind of shows like they could really care less about your genuine feelings. Yeah. A friend zone, it's a, it's a tough spot. I, I do believe it's a spot, but like I said, it's you either create it for yourself, like, because you can either. Like, if you have strong feelings for somebody, I think the best thing for you to do when you know that person isn't interested is to take some time away from them. Like, give yourself a chance to not want to be around that person. Because the more you try to persist, the more you try to be friends, you're going to still have those raw emotions. I think it's best to, like, take a break. And, like, if they hit you up and say, hey, what happened to you? Like, we're not talking anymore. It's okay to let them know. Like, listen... You said how you felt. I think best for me is to just stay over here in my corner. Like, mm-hmm. we're still cool, but I need to get myself together. Mm. And I think communication is key. Like, like you said, mm-hmm. you got to speak up. You do. So. Um, and, and it can be scary, you know, in that aspect of letting someone know. Mm-hmm. But if you are trying to pursue them more than a friendly way, then you have to say something. Yeah. Um. And then I think sometimes we can also mess up and make somebody think that we just want them as a friend when we feel like we want more. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I just did that to somebody. You know, I was talking to my coworkers about this friend that I have. Mm-hmm. And me and him, we've like been hanging out on the weekends and stuff like that. And I did talk about him, like I think on the episode before the last one, and I was saying how one weekend we were together and we were both like drunk. Mm-hmm. This is actually after Drake night. We were like going back to his house and... He, I guess I was cursing him out about something, and then he was just like, "Well, you don't even want a relationship. You're not even looking for titles." And then I was just, and then he was like, "Well, would you want a relationship with me?" And I was just like, "Well, I would want one in general." And then I told my coworker, she said, "You saying you would want a relationship in general is like saying I want a relationship, which is not with you." Mm-hmm. And then there was like two other times where I was like to him, like, "Oh, we're really best friends." And she said, "Why are you saying this?" And I was just like, "I really don't know." I was just like, "Don't get me wrong, like I really." feel a connection on a friendly level with him but I do like him more than a friend and she's like well why do you keep saying this shit that would make him think and I was like I guess a part of me just doesn't want him to think that I feel like if you let somebody know how much you like them then they always be running with that shit and I guess that's what I'm trying to avoid Mm. but in the long run I'm like fucking it up because I'm like making him think that I only see him as a friend so it's just like I'm lost at this point I think at this point Especially when it comes to dating, you just have to be vulnerable. Like, vulnerability is that raw emotion that you just have to have at this point. Because, what's the worst that can happen? You tell them how you feel, is either they're going to act right or they're not going to act right. Mm -hmm. So, when they don't act right, you walk away from the situation. So, that's the only thing you can do is just like, hey, I like you. Right. What are you going to do about it? Is either you're going to tell me you don't want to be with me or you're going to tell me you are. Now, when people start playing the games, you just got to kind of pick up on those signals and, like, check them. Like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, mm-hmm. are we dating or are we just not dating? If so, let me know so I can find somebody who's willing to partake in that. That's how I look at it. I just can't stand her and I can't stand my coworkers because they just make it sound so easy to communicate X, Y, and Z, but it's really not. And I think for me with this person too, it's like, I see that they're attractive. I see that they definitely got the girls around. So it's also like, I'm not finna put myself out there. And then you got Lindsay and Keisha and, you know, and like my coworkers like, well, 
he's clearly showing you mm-hmm. whatever because even like last weekend I invited him out with me and my coworkers and he came and my friend was my coworkers was like well who the fuck is coming out with you and your coworkers if they don't like you and I was just like I guess but I guess for me like I'm just I don't know I think that's the problem with everybody everybody's trying to play cool yes! everybody can't be cool okay somebody gotta be the softy and be like fuck what are we gonna do? But I don't want to. It's I think all right. I feel like okay, especially when it comes to sex. Like when we want to fuck, we be like pull it out. That's true. I want to fuck, but on the table right now, right here. But when it comes to the emotional part, it's like mm, can't say that. I wish Censored. You get out my house. <laughs> like, Thank you. We can't do that. So I'm not doing with her. It's she said too much truth so, right now because it's with. so true. Like I feel like we're just like desensitized, like with our emotions, because nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to be played, and men do it too. Mm. They just be like, I don't want to get played, so I'ma just like act cool. And I feel like I've learned from my experience with dating. You have to be vulnerable, and you have to be honest with yourself, and you have to be honest with the other person. Like, if you like them, tell them you like them. Because I've been in a situation where I've played games where I'm like, you know, I want to be in a relationship, but I don't want to be in a relationship because I know how he is. I know how I am. I'm not really feeling him like that, but I like him. And then it's just like, we're dating, and then when I see you with another girl, I'm acting crazy. So it's like, what do you want? And I have to ask myself that, like, do I want a boyfriend? And I think... I get, I do this too. Like what I'll do is say like, oh, I, I just have too much going on for a boyfriend. I feel like <clears throat> that's a cop out. Yeah, it is a cop out. It's a plea because I'm like, I don't want to take the extra step to maintain a relationship. Especially if I feel like it's something else happening on your end. Exactly. Why even bother? So I'm gonna we're gonna act like we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. And I think that's where I'd be confused and the other person be confused. So Yeah, that can definitely create some confusion. And I think for me, it is the whole admitting it. Because, like, even today, like, my coworker's like, well, do you want a relationship? And I was like, I guess. She said, it's not no fucking you guess. She said, mm-hmm. people say, I guess, if you ask them to do some community service. Like, I guess I'll do some community service. She said, do you want a relationship? It's yes or no. And she's like, you have to, like, be willing to admit that to yourself. And, and I'm just like, all right. But why? I'm feeling like, why do I have to be the one that's the vulnerable one? And she's like, well, he's already kind of showing you. I'm like, but how is how do I know that those are the key signs of showing just because he came out to a, get some drinks with me and my coworkers or just because he fucking uh, uh, asked me that damn question at night? Like, how do I know that? He could just be playing mind games. He could just be having a good time. Like, I don't fucking know. I think dating is like, it's gambling pretty much. So it's either like... You're going to be vulnerable to either get to the other side where you want to be or you're going to get to a side where you don't have this person anymore. Mm. And I think when you say like, hey, you know, we've been hanging out a lot. I do want to take this to the next level. How do you feel about it? And if they say, yeah, then you just let them know. Like, all right, well, I'm willing to take that next step. But you have to be 120 percent because I'm not just giving myself to anybody. Right. And if you see that or if they say, well, I'm not looking for a relationship cool i know my place now i'm gonna go over here and find somebody else i want to entertain or date or be by myself while you just be right there we could be cool you could text me from here and out we can hang out but i know where you stand i know where i stand and i know 
where that's we meet. True. It's all about the clarity. And right. I guess also for me, like, <clears throat> that's also, like, making me hesitant. Like, I don't talk to this person every day. Like, mm-hmm. I do talk to them a few times about the week, but it's not, like, every day and, like, stuff like that. And we have hung out, like, the last three weekends, but that don't mean shit to me. Like, mm-hmm. I hang out with Dorian in the last three weekends. Right. Like, like, we're friends. So, it's like, I guess for me, I try not to read too much into stuff because sometimes it's just somebody enjoying you or appreciating you. And But I can also see, like, what my coworkers are saying about me possibly friend-zoning him by accident, by the things I'm saying or not saying to him when he's asking questions. But I did say the next time... I see him, I'm going to just say what I need to say, but I'm going to make sure I have a couple drinks in me so I can have the courage to do so. Mm, good luck. So that's what I'm going to do. Because I do like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's a cool guy. And like even like recently, like he asked me to help him make like pretty much his like mission statement for his company he got. And of course, like, bitch, he's asking you to help him write paragraphs and shit for his business. Like, he clearly cares about your opinion. I was like, that sounds good. That sounds really great. Yeah. But also, I know how to write. And also, we're cool. And like, see stuff like that. What your coworker is doing is like, I don't like to read into stuff like that too mm-hmm. much because, like, he could honestly just be asking you to help him. That's what I'm saying. And, and I'm like, huh? Or he could like, like, even coming out to with your friends. Like, he could honestly just be like, all right, she cool. You know, I'll hang out with them. Like, right. so I try not to read too much into things because it's either I don't know or I know. Until somebody says mm. X, Y, and Z, that's what it is. Until then, I'm cool. not going to assume Yeah, because when anything. you assume, you make an ass out of yourself. Right, and that's what I was saying to them. Like, if he's assuming that I'm friends on him and he feels a different way, then that's also on him, too, because mm-hmm. you've... Like, okay, all right, you did ask me the whole... Would you want our relationship with you? But that's... You did it while I'm drunk. You did it when we're not, when you think I might not have remembered or mm-hmm. something the case, like, we would need to have, like, a more sober conversation, a more serious one. So it was just, like, I don't like to read into stuff, but I could also see, like, why they're pulling this out the sky. Because I'm going to be honest, like, it, it's certain things I'm not going to do if I don't really like somebody like that. And I know how guys are when the way they can move with girls that they like or whatever the case is, so... But you just never know until you just ask at the end of the day. Yeah. That's how I look at it. <coughs> it's the only thing you can do. Yeah, so when I get the courage to ask, but in the meantime, I'm chilling because I'm in a place right now where whether I stop talking to him tomorrow or not, like, I would be okay. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, we're not talking, but I would get over it and I would be fine. I don't, so I'm okay with where I'm at. I'd rather be here than in a place where, like, I'm crying and falling apart. Mm-hmm. So... I'll, I'll take this where I'm at, and I think that's what makes me hesitant, too, because I'm just so scared to disrupt the okayness. Like, I have a lot more important things to worry about than if a nigga fell away. So, that's just me. Huh? We'll see what happens on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that being said, guys, we're just going to mm-hmm. go into my segment of the show, Matters of the Heart. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Ari. So, Today's advice for Matters of the Heart will just be more me kind of honing more in on what we've been talking about today just as far as relationships goes and communications and being friend zoned. So for me, I think, um, you know, if you are finding yourself in a position that where you like want to tell somebody that you how you feel about them 
or even how you don't feel about them, right? Because we have also those hard conversations. I think the best thing to do is to do it in person. Um, so you could be as clear as possible. Um, and when you are telling somebody how you feel about them, whether it's you telling them that you don't like them or that you do, it's important to kind of already have in your mind, like what exactly you want to say and to be very straightforward um, and to say exactly what you mean. Um, and I think, you know, it could be hard to do that because it's very hard to be open and honest about how we feel, no matter what side of it is, because someone's always going to be affected in some way, right? Like if I'm telling you how I feel about you, you could possibly not feel that way or you could possibly feel that way. But I want to make sure that like, you know, we are coming up the conversation with a clear understanding of what direction we're going in. And then even when I'm maybe not liking somebody, right, you want to be considerate of how they feel as they do like you, even if you don't feel the same way. And you want to also be very clear and not leave things open to them possibly thinking that um, there's a chance. So I really recommend planning things out in your head a little bit. Um, also, like just saying this in person to the person if you can. If you can't, I know we're in a generation of texting. And I think if you are going to also like maybe text somebody how you feel, whether it's you like them or uh, you don't, that you're clear in the text message. Um, and that you're also letting them know the tone of it. Like, sometimes when I text somebody, I always let them know, like, oh, by the way, like, this is, like, not supposed to be read as, like, me having an attitude or X, Y, and Z. Because you just want to make sure that somebody's receiving it. Since, you know, when you don't actually get to speak to the person that can hear your voice, it's really much more loosely open to them to interpret it the way that they want. So that's just how I feel about it and you know I know that it's easier said than done because I've had I've been the person on like both ends of like oh I had to tell somebody that I didn't like them or I wanted to tell somebody how I felt about them and neither one is really easy because you know you're not you're not sure and I think the uncertainty of the circumstance makes it what's so nerve-wracking because you don't really know how the other person will receive it or what will end up happening right afterwards because I think sometimes when you like someone you really want obviously for them to feel that way and then if they do you want it to pan out and if they don't feel that way then you're kind of like thinking about okay how, how is the situation going to move and then if you don't like that person you're maybe hoping like I hope they don't want to stop being friends just because I don't feel this way about them right because that is a real thing that people be like uh I if I can't have you then I can't be your friend and that's fair right because if somebody really wants to be with you it might be hard to just be your friend so guys with that being said I hope that this advice helps you if you're in a current situation right now of trying to figure out the words to find you know just map it out be a hundred percent honest be brave easier said than done but you can do it because at the end of the day like nothing crazy should come from it like you know it's better to just get out the way because then you're going to be stuck in like this in between of because you never said anything and that could be even more messy than necessary so guys we're going to just hop back into our conversation love you okay guys so um we're just going to continue our conversation right um before you know we kind of mentioned one of the key factors of being friend zoned is the whole communication aspect, right? Mm -hmm. And I just gave my whole little spiel about my unwillingness to communicate 
how I'm feeling. So we kind of just want to talk about that in terms of relationships and dating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think it's super important. And like Dorian was saying, like you're not going to really get the results that you want or hope to get if you don't say anything ever right. about anything. Um, I think we live in a world, and I do this too a lot, where I think the other person's going to read my mind like, oh, they, they know me. Or like, they know like how I feel. They know like mm-hmm. I want this. Like, <laughs> So, it's just like, you have to tell them how you feel. And, and I, I'm coming from a place where after all the horrible dating experience I've been through, like, you just have to be open. Like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And just have to see what the other person says and they have to be open and willing to communicate now if you see they can't communicate how they feel or what they want mm-hmm. that's probably a sign you shouldn't be dating that person or take them serious or to the next level because i feel like especially as women we try to babysit people like mm. well he's saying this but i think he's meaning this no take what he's saying <laughs> And his actions, too. Yeah, and both of have, them have to align. They can't be on opposite sides of the table because you're going to be trying to put everything together and you're going to be looking crazy because, yeah, he's saying this, but he's doing this. So that's a red flag that you need to just leave that situation all together. Right. He's not communicating in the right way. So that's the advice I had when it comes to communicating. And, like... I wasn't always the best, but I felt I learned it to get the best results that I wanted and to understand what the other person is saying and the feeling. You got to ask them, like, well, what do you want? Once again, so much easier said than done. That is true. That it's is just, true. It's so hard. And then I think for me, like, you know, you think about, okay, I think this is, this is like literally my train of thought. I'm like, okay. I like this person, but I can, like, tell them. But they could be having, like, a lot of other people in their face. And then, like, even if they didn't and they liked me, like, people be lying out here and they be sneaky and they be doing shit behind your back. So, would I ever really know? And then once I find out, I'm going to be upset. And, like, you really can't trust niggas or bitches. (laughs) So, it's just, like, when I just think about all that shrink of shit, I'm just, like, I'm good. I don't even think I want to try to make anything happen with anybody because even with the nicest guys are you really nice i don't fucking know and people could maybe say that i have trust issues and i don't really like to say that because mm-hmm. i heard a saying that's like when people say they have trust issues is because they can't be trusted and i feel like i can be in a relationship but i also feel like i am very i think the word would be hesitant mm-hmm. because i just value not crying and not being upset nobody wants to go through a heartbreak like nobody that's like the worst feeling in the world right like crying and distraught because somebody you thought you really liked or loved has betrayed you nobody wants to go through that feeling but i just look at it like you can't live your life as a hermit so you gotta take a risk and Mm. you have to just you gotta see where it takes you you know and i always learned like the moment you spend, like, bro- like heartbroken, like, when you get over it, it's, like, the best feeling in the world. Like, when I'm finally over, like, somebody, I'm like, yes. I was really crying over that nigga. Like, like I, everybody, like, my ex-boyfriend was so ugly. Like, when I say ugly, ugly. And all my friends would used to look at me like I was crazy. Like, Taylor, like, he's ugly. I mean, Dorian, he's ugly. Like, he's ugly. Right. And I just was like... 
okay but i'm still heartbroken I, like i trusted this person we went through x y and z but it wasn't until i got over him completely and it was just like wow i feel so good like it's like a weight lifted over my shoulder like now when i see him i'm like oh right oh. Yeah, like, getting through the heartbreak is hard. And, like, even if it doesn't get to the level in which it would be, like, a severe heartbreak, but your feelings are still bruised mm-hmm. and you're still thinking about the person and you find yourself still, like, if they text you, even though you say you weren't going to text them back, still responding. And I guess I'd just rather not deal with that. Like, of course, I will admit this right now. I would like a relationship. Mm-hmm. I would. I just don't feel like dealing with all, like, the bullshit that comes with it. And I get that relationships have, like, ups and downs. But, like, ups and downs aren't, like, you being inconsiderate or you cheating. Like, that's not an ups and downs of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that this generation thinks that it is. So, I'm, like, good. You know what I mean? And there's so many options. Like, people have so many options available to them. And you literally have so many platforms to have access to other people that it just makes it so hard because you're just like it's always going to be somebody else they can even if they did like me it's so easy to replace the person because oh you didn't work out well let me go on instagram or let me go to this bar and like meet this other person so i don't know i just think you know even with social media it just mm-hmm. gives people more ways to be deceitful more ways to cheat Cause now I could be in DMs and I got close friends, so I could be showing my niggas how I'm out with this bitch, and then you not seeing it because you're not in my close friends. So it's just stuff like that. It's just like it's so many ways to just pull the wool over somebody's eyes. I think that's why it's important to really evaluate the person that you're getting ready to date. Like you have to notice their patterns. Like mm-hmm. are they consistent? Like. Or is everything they say and make a sense? Because they said this one day and said another thing the next. Like, you have to just put everything together before you, like, want to take the next serious role. Like, that's just how I, I take it when it comes to dating. I'd be like, but you said X, Y, and Z. No, that's a red flag. I just got to leave you alone altogether. Like, and I think, like, it's, like I said, like, dating is definitely a gamble. Like, it's either you're going to win some or you're not going to win some. And I think you have to take that risk, especially when you're young. Like, I don't say jump and commit relationships right away, but enjoy the people you're with. Communicate with them. See where they at. See what you want. You don't know, like, unless you try. That's how I look at it. Right. That's true. Um, and I think also something that I've done is, like, really try so hard to find the bullshit in somebody. And I'm like, like, even my friend, like, I was like to myself, like, all right, he's just not a fuckboy. <laughs> like, you've been trying to find all these reasons to just not like him, but he hasn't done anything to my knowledge anyway, to my face, that exhibits fuckboyery. So, mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, I can, at this point, it's just me being, like, hesitant. Because I'm, like, literally searching. Because, like, normally a fuckboy will be, like, inconsistent, like, or, like, inconsiderate of your time. And he hasn't been, like, any of those things. So, he's just not a fuckboy right now. See, you can't say right now. Like, you didn't even give the good brother a chance. Like, (laughs) he didn't even give the option to not be a fuckboy, like... Take with a grain of salt. See what happens. That's what yeah. I said. He's cool. He's alright. People are cool out here. Mm. Okay, I seen this on Twitter. Do you think people should have sex to get over a breakup? I think you have to know yourself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 
it just doesn't really actually solve like your heartbreak. Like, somebody fucked you, but you're still kind of connected to this other person that you're just broken up and with. So I just think it's better to just wait a second mm. um, for that because. Yeah, you might think, like, entertaining somebody else will help you, but it really won't. Because mm. you're just doing it just for, like, the meantime. Like, you're not actually addressing how you really feel about the situation. So, eventually, even after that rebound person or whatever the case is, you're still going to have to, like, face the feelings that you're feeling about the situation. Mm, I agree with that. Because I've seen it on Twitter, and some people was like... Yeah, it helps me get over the other person. Like, for me personally, it doesn't help me get over the other person. Because, like you said, like, I'm still thinking about them. Like, I'm still crying my eyes out over that person. So, it's like, I just advise that take some time to, like, really heal first before mm-hmm. you go giving your body and your mind and heart to somebody else. Like, I've seen people jump in relationships right after they get out of one. It's like, you didn't even let yourself, like, heal and you know, be okay to start dating other people. And it's like, now you're in another relationship. Now you're about to take the toxic trait you took out the last one into the new one. It's like, that's not fair to the new person. So, yeah, that's definitely a no-no. Yeah, I think it's for sure. No, I just, you just got to give yourself that time to, like, really get over it. And even if you feel like you're a person like, oh, that will help me. It's not really. Because deep down, you're still not really confronting the issue about it, you know, like we said, breakups suck. So of course you're trying to find the fastest remedy to like get over mm-hmm. it, but with anything else, you just need time. Do you have any remedies for a breakup? Um, like trying to stay busy, which mm-hmm. can be hard because sometimes you just want to lay down and like cry. Um, but like just staying busy and like really just leaning on your friends. That's why like mm-hmm. I am so big on like make sure you maintain friendships through relationships because one nine times out of ten those friends were probably there before that relationship so you know you shouldn't start switching up because you're in one and also you know friends are were is what's going to get you through because then they can like they're going to come over they're going to take you out they're going to listen to you talk about the shit every fucking day until you get over it and like if you don't maintain your friendships then you're not going to have that if you break up with somebody that's why like that's literally one of the things that helped me when I had my last breakup or whatever like my friends just being there for me and uh listening to me and trying to hang out with me and get me out the house and stuff like that and them being just as upset about it made me feel better Mm -hmm. so I think that's like the best remedy but other than that you can only just allow yourself to like also feel it Mm -hmm. like try to be like oh I'm fine and like just cry it out Admit that your heart is broken. Admit that you're upset. Because I even had said to the person, like, you literally broke my heart. Like, sometimes you just have to, like, really admit it and let them know, like, exactly what they did to you. Be honest and let yourself feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, all that trying to push it in is just not going to help. My advice, um, I always go to this. I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. They're called Dormtainment on YouTube mm-hmm. and they have the five manly ways to get over a breakup. I think this applies to both men and women. Uh-huh. Like it's funny and it's so f- true. Like it's mm-hmm. so true. Like you need to cut all ties. Period. Like I think for me when I see the relationship is getting ready to end, I still try to find a way to hold on like like hey, I'll come over. I know we're broken up, but 
I'm in my lingerie and I'm on my way. Like, you have to cut all ties. Like, you can't um, make excuses for yourself or for the other person. You have to just be like, listen, this this is what it is. You go your way, I go my way. I'm not saying you did anything wrong. I'm not saying I did anything wrong, but... It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like you said, give yourself time to heal, you know, cry. Some people think it's like it's okay to say you're hurting. Yeah. Everybody tries to put up this front like, oh, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm not worried about it. Like, do whatever it takes to get yourself healed. If it means staying in the house and just relaxing and getting yourself together or going out and having a good time and get your mind off that whatever works best for you like not everything works for the same person like some people like to talk to their friends about it or some people just like to cope and just handle it and come back when they're ready so Mm -hmm. whatever works best for you you know works best for you but Cutting all ties is so important. Like, leave that nigga alone. Don't drive past his mama house. Don't ask his friends how he's doing. Nothing. Leave him where he's at. Leave her where she's at. That's the only advice I have. Um, Have you ever been cheated on? Yes. Mm. So. And it's so funny because so the girl who my ex cheated on me with, right, she has a fucking YouTube page. This stupid bitch. Ooh, and I was, was how yes, to. yes. And I was watching her one episode was like, why you shouldn't go to her as a woman? Because mind you, I messaged her. So I felt personally attacked when oh, I was watching God. her make this video. And pretty much in the video, she was just like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't go to people as a man because one, like, nobody even knew about you. Nine times out of ten, like, the other girl doesn't know about you. And you look really silly. Like, she was saying, like, how she had this happen on a couple occasions. Like, people come to her, the woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it makes you look silly. And why are you dragging somebody who didn't know about you into the circumstance? So, granted, there are cases where the other person doesn't know about you, but there's also cases where people do. Mm-hmm. And when somebody's reaching out to you, it's not, they don't probably know where you lie. They're just trying to get clarity on what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what I was trying to do. Like, it's not even about some, like, let's sit down and talk. I'm just trying to gain clarity on what I'm doing. Um, or what's going, I mean, what's going on between me and this person and why and who I think he's doing this with. And I feel like as a woman, you should have a little bit more understanding, especially if that woman's not coming to you on a rah-rah shit. She's like, mm-hmm. hey, look, I am just asking because this is my boyfriend and I'm just trying to figure it out. Now I can understand if a bitch is trying to fight you and then you have every right to feel like, yo, get the fuck up out of here. But if a woman's coming to you on a cool, calm and collected and she's genuinely hurt and looking for answers. As another woman that genuinely didn't know, why wouldn't you want mm-hmm. to be like, hey, da da da? Because it comes off to me the way you're all defensive, bitch, is that you actually didn't know mm-hmm. and that you're actually very guilty because if you weren't, you wouldn't, I feel, come off that way. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's pretty much what she's saying. She's like, yeah, I didn't know about any of these girlfriends from any of these guys. And I'm also like, and the fact that you're talking about this happened to you multiple times, you're clearly the common denominator so either you're lying about not knowing or you just always fall into niggas that seem to do the shit and you're just stupid as fuck to not Mm. see the signs that a nigga possibly has a girlfriend and i and like don't make it sound like it's far-fetched for niggas that have two lives because she was like in her video like oh these people were always like available to me niggas be having two families and are equally available to the two families so what does that mean? And my thing is, too, once I did reach out to you, you never questioned him. You never stopped seeing him. Mm-hmm. So, stop, like, it was coming off like you're some 
person that like once you found out you like let it go you still continue to see this nigga for a few more extra months Mm. you didn't say oh this woman came to me about this whatever whatever because she said in the video and i knew she was talking about me she was saying like he said like oh this is just some crazy person that's stalking me so you took the information to him he said that and you didn't do no investigating on your own you just took his fucking word but then in the video you talking about you knew that was a lie because why is this girl just coming out the woodwork mm-hmm. so if you really truly felt like that why didn't you investigate and then why did you continue to entertain him mm-hmm. that's my whole part so and it took I swear to fucking God it took everything in me not to like comment under the fucking video <laughs> and be like you're a stupid bitch mm-hmm. like you sound stupid because for me and maybe because I've been cheated on, I would more sympathize for a woman who came to me. Mm. But that's just me in, in general because, like, I've always said I'm a woman's woman. So, like, I'm never going to aid a man in hurting another woman. So, if a woman came to me, like, yeah, um, are you Ariana? Like, my boyfriend Corey's been saying that. I mean, I've been seeing that my boyfriend Corey's been texting you. Are you talking to him? And she came to me cool, kind of like that. I'm going to be like, oh, yes. I'm going to admit to it and then I'm going to stop talking to him because you got the game fucked up. So the girl, Shay, she <laughs> dropped the yes, name. Her name is Shay. Boom. Where's DJ Clue? Her name is Shay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you just sound like you like being a part of that because mm-hmm. I I've never been the other woman ever. And mm-hmm. if anybody I know that's been the other woman has been at one time, you're talking about multiple examples that you've had this happen. Mm-hmm. So you clearly enjoy that role. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And it just pissed me off the whole coming to the woman thing because she claimed that she's been cheated on before. So why are you feel so comfortable? <clears throat> why you feel so comfortable talking down on women who've been cheated on and acting like they're so fucking far fetched for reaching out to the other girl? It's that man in a boo boo. I got him attitude. Like yeah, and that's not cute to me. Especially if you if you really being genuine, like you didn't know, then why would you even have that man in a boo boo attitude about it? Because some women like the fact that. It's a power trip. Like, mm-hmm. I got somebody else's man. Like, now she boohoo crying. I feel like if somebody was to come to me as a woman, like you said, it's all about the approach. Like, if she was to something like, like you said, my boyfriend Corey's been texting you, like, what's up? Out of respect for another woman, I would let them know, like, this is what it is. Point blank, period. Like, I remember I was dating this guy and he was talking to another girl. He's like, yeah. She going to say, she going to act like, she going to ask you if we talk. And I'm like, I'm going to tell her we talk. And that's when I came to the conclusion that he was seeing other people. And I'm like, okay, so you're lying about everything. And that's when you have to realize, like, you can't blame the other woman. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, even if she does have that nan in the boom mentality, like, you can't really get mad at her because what does she owe you? What does she owe me? I agree with that to an extent. So, like, if you didn't know about me... Um, of course I can't blame you. Mm-hmm. And even if you did, you still didn't owe me loyalty because I'm in a relationship with this person. But I think you could still get fucked up because it's like you knew that this person was in a relationship and you're willingly helping them hurt another person. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about it. Like, at the end of the day, it's whoever you're in a relationship, whether it's a girlfriend, boyfriend, they're mm-hmm. the one that owed you that loyalty, not the person they're cheating on you with. But to an extent, depending on what that other person knew, I feel like... It's still fucked up for them to do that if they knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. Whatever. <clears throat> and I feel like <clears throat> women who get some type of like power trip, like you said, off of it, it's kind of sick to me mm-hmm. because you're literally happy. Number one, if you you lose them, how you get them? Number one. So 
you fucking around with somebody else's boyfriend is not going to end up panning out, even if he makes you his girlfriend at some point. Mm-hmm. It's not going to pan out just because of the way y'all entered the situation. And it's it's just it's just disgusting to me because mm-hmm. it's just like you really are okay with moving with somebody who is so willing to do this to another person. Regardless of whatever dynamic their relationship had, you're messing with somebody who's doing it and then you don't know what they're doing with the other person now, it's probably, like, hella unprotected sex happening. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if they're lying about having a girlfriend, what other shit could they have possibly been lying about? And at that point, it's nothing rewarding about I got your nigga. Because your nigga's clearly for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's not a prize at all. It's not, you didn't get a hard-to-get nigga. You got a nigga that's for everybody. So, of course, it's easy to snag that. Mm-hmm. You didn't get no prize. Because a prize nigga wouldn't have no fucking, wouldn't be cheating on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And vice thing with a, a, a and vice thing with a girl that got a boyfriend, if she's a prize girl, she ain't going to be cheating on her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So, you just get community, D or P, and you're feeling good about that. It's just, it's just sickness to me. And even before this incident happened to me, I never was that type of person. Because mm-hmm. it's just fucked up. It's just fucked up. And when I was watching her video, I was just like, and you're talking about how this happened multiple times. Like, you've had multiple times where you dated somebody and they had a secret girlfriend. Some people don't care. And she clearly did, but don't sit on your fucking YouTube, Shay, and act like you don't know about the, the girlfriend, because you clearly fucking do, for it to happen those many fucking times. Nobody has that bad of luck fucking with niggas with girlfriends. It's no fucking way. Get the hell out of here with this shit. Like, uh, Like, that shit pissed me off. Like, I was just like, this bitch really went and made herself a YouTube channel and made this fucking episode Don't Come to Her as a Woman. Okay, so when your next nigga cheat on you, we'll see if you go to anybody as a fucking woman. I don't think I will ever go to anybody as a woman. I think it's just like, like I said, they don't owe me anything. My problem was with you. You supposed to be the person right. I trusted and love, and now I'm finding out that, like, cause the girl gonna tell me whatever she wanna tell me. She either gonna tell me what I wanna hear, or she gonna tell me the truth. Or she's not going right. to tell me anything at all. So it's like... But I feel like some people do it because they're just trying to gain some clarity that the nigga's not telling them. Because I can... Mm-hmm. Like, because I think some people's hopes... And don't get me wrong, there are some bitches that be coming at the side person, like, mm-hmm. while, and they want to be like, well, that's my nigga, da-da-da. But then there are women who are like, look, I'm just genuinely reaching out on some clarity shit. Like, this nigga's telling me this, but it's not adding up, and I see you're constantly in... His DMs or you're constantly in his likes and your number just happened to be in his phone. So I'm just trying to gain clarity so I can exit the situation and validate what I feel is happening because me asking him, he's not confirming that. But see, I feel like if you got to go through all that, you need to exit the situation already. That's like, true. Like, if you That's feel true. like you can't trust this person, if you seeing all this stuff with the likes and stuff, mm-hmm. y'all need to have a conversation. Like, what is this going on? If it's still continuing to happen, that's when you need to be like, listen, I spoke on this. It's still happening. For peace of mind, for myself, I got to leave this alone. Like, right. That is true. And it's easier said than done, of course, <clears throat> but it's like... Like I said, that woman don't owe you nothing. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, she getting what she need to get out of the situation. Mm. And, like, I just feel like... And the, the man, too, vice versa. So, I think you just got to get at your partner. Like, the person who is in a committed, you know, contract mm-hmm. with you. Because once you step out of that and break that, there's no need for us to continue. Like, I look at it like that. Like, 
because that person don't got nothing to do with me and you. That's, That's why I very true. Even when it comes to clarifying, like, I shouldn't have to be drunk with hurdles for you to tell me the truth. I'm not dealing with that. Nobody should deal with that. And that's when you got to step. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're feeling that way. But if we're being realistic, mm-hmm. that's not the train of thought people have when they're hurt or they're thinking that somebody's possibly cheating. The only thing you're thinking is, like, I need answers. And I love this person. I just want clarity. And I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't give themselves enough time to really get to the logical part of, well, if I'm doing all this thinking, then I should just leave it alone. Like, people just are reacting off of emotions, mm-hmm. which I can admit for me, that's what the circumstance was. Um, and it's so hard to take a minute to, like, give yourself that wait time to, like, before you give a reaction. Mm-hmm. But to y'all side bitches out there, I'm not a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're currently my friend and you're a side bitch, don't talk to me. The friendship is over because I don't condone that shit at all. I don't give a fuck if you know, if you owe the other bitch nothing. It's still not okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and then in her video, she gonna talk about she knew this one side chick that got beat with a pistol because the girlfriend came and got her. She said, oh, I felt so bad. Of course you would feel bad, Shay. Oh my God. Of course you would feel bad because you're a part of the side bitch community. So of course you felt bad for a, a, a fellow side bitch for getting pistol with. That's what that bitch get. That's what y'all bitches be getting doing side that Side bitches shit. need love too. Okay. And get your own nigga or a sugar daddy. You out here fucking other people. Sugar daddy got a wife too. Okay. <laughs> and then y'all out here fucking people raw and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. the thing is, side bitches, when you're willingly signing up for that type of shit, also be prepared for the bitch he's with. Because you don't, when you hurt people and people's emotions are involved, you don't, you can't predict what somebody's going to do. People let breakups take them to the point where they want to kill people and mm. shoot them. So you might just be wrapped up in a nigga that got the craziest fucking girlfriend that's ready to die. So what if you're a side bitch and you don't even know this is going on? That's different. I, if you don't know, I, I feel I more so have sympathy because like you did not know. Mm-hmm. You did not know. So you couldn't have made a conscious decision to be like that type of person to her. Because you could be like, I genuinely did not know this nigga had a girlfriend. But she ain't trying to hear all that. And that's wrong for her to pistol with you at that point if you genuinely know. But if you know, fuck her up. I mean, I ain't fucking nobody up. It's never that deep for me, and I just don't get into that. But if that is the outcome, you kind of deserved it if you were willingly participating in being deceitful and disgusting towards somebody, regardless if you fucking knew them or not. And that's just karma. So the bitch that got pistol with Shay, that was fucking karma. Okay? And that's why your ass it's going to get some fucking karma. I don't know what it is, but it's fitting to come around. Okay, it's fitting to come around. Say. It's going to come around to you and that bitch Carter. Both of y'all. Okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm still fucking mad about this shit. Because it's like, when I be thinking about that shit, that shit really be taking me for a fucking look. Like, that nigga really lied above and fucking beyond when he didn't have to fucking lie. With his pussy, having ass, zit face, having ass, pretending like you're from motherfucking California where you're motherfucking from downing fucking town with your fucking weird ass friends, okay? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, okay? You ain't no fucking DJ. You ain't a blogger. You work for fucking... I don't even know where you work now. But and then you're gonna move your whack ass to Philly. Take your ass back to downtown with your whack ass side bitches. And that's another thing. The bitch have a nerve to be from Delaware. Y'all niggas really know how to pick them. You wanna go to fucking Delaware? Shout out to, to all the people in Delaware. To get a side bitch? 
they got them. You could have just bought somebody from fucking New Jersey for all that. You went to Delaware. What's wrong? Jersey people don't know how to dress. So, mm. uh, you know what I mean? She's a wannabe Instagram whatever. Why you coming at the sis? She just doing what she doing. <clears throat> because she deserves it. Because she talks. It, it, don't get me wrong. I've, I've spied since the situation on her page. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she's all like, I'm zenful and I'm like, into like all this great positivity. But what if she really is? But a side bitch doesn't bring positivity, sweetie. If you really want to leave a healthy fucking life, don't fuck other people's boyfriends. The side bitch is keeping the man happy so he could come home happy to you. No, that's not what you're doing at all. Get your own fucking man. And also ask yourself, Shay, how you manage to get like four different niggas that had girlfriends, but yet you never got to the girlfriend stage? Hmm. Maybe she don't want to be in a girlfriend Ask stage. yourself fucking that. Bitch. I'm done. Are you done? And I think, you know, I definitely still be getting mad when I think about that situation. I really do because I felt so disrespected. I felt so disrespected. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, hurt about it like I was before. Like, I don't, like, sit in the crown about it. But if I think about it, I do get mad. And I am still mad about it. I can admit that. Like, I am. I'm not mad to the point where I would let that shit stop me from, like, dating or talking to other people or whatever. But when it pops in my fucking mind, you go off. I get mad. So, I'm sorry, guys, going that rant. And I know y'all heard me talking about this shit before and another. But I felt like this was more appropriate to drop some names. Just mm. disgusting. We're talking about relationships. That was just disgusting, that relationship. Disgusting. Okay? Mm. All right? And Carter, just because your dick was a nice size doesn't mean that you could go around cheating on people or you're all that because you're not all that. Okay. I'm done. We're gonna take it into my segment. You know, Miss Hart has spoke her piece on cheating. Period. Let's take it to Dorian Black segment. Period. Hey everyone, it's Dorian Black and welcome to Talking with Big Daddy. Your girl was gone for a while, but I'm back in action. Shout out to Miss Hart for holding it down for me while I was going. But, yeah, while I was going, I was trying to get into really understanding my femininity and my feminine energy. And I've really been doing some research on African goddesses and just black, powerful black women. We're so magical. It's crazy. Like, one of the goddesses I was really looking into, it's my woo. Um, She's normally celebrated in western african culture some african uh, cultures she her themes are creativity universal law passion and you know she's just the goddess of creation and i just was looking into that and studying a little bit and i also was looking into the henrietta lack story i don't know if you guys are familiar with her but she's the african-american lady whose cancer cells were used to be immortalized and they've been used in medical research from there on out since they were, you know, founded. And I just think black women are so powerful and so strong. Like so much power comes from our femininity and our just our uterus and period. So shout out to all the black women out there, the women period. And even the men, you guys have feminine energy, whether you like it or not. And you can tap into it sometimes and use a little bit. You know, there's nothing wrong with being feminine and masculine at times. So, shout out to everybody using their feminine energy. Um, y'all know I had to listen to a few podcasts. Some of the podcasts I was listening to, I did listen to Deuces and Murrow. 
I like them. I think they're very silly, very funny. Um, it was hard for me to try to like pick up what they was talking about, but once I caught one, I just was like nonstop laughing. So I really like that podcast. It's probably a podcast I'll listen to more frequently. Um, another podcast I was listening to. So I like educational podcasts, something I can learn something. And one of that is Freakonomics. It's um, NPR, you know, radio is on NPR radio. So if you guys are into that, you can definitely listen to it. Spotify and all of those good things by Stephen Dubner. It's really good. It had a, The episode I listened to was all about your name and it doesn't matter the background you come from. It doesn't matter what ethnicity your name is. You can still be successful. It's all about how you're raised and they did a study on it. And I thought it was really cool, but it also showed that sometimes your name and its ethnicity can be a distraction, especially in the environment we live in, especially as black folks. But it's a very good one. You should try it out if you're into like educational podcasts and stuff like that. And last but not least, my last podcast that I was listening to is the Hotbox podcast with Mike Tyson and Eben Britson. It's really good. I've been into Mike Tyson's um, like interviews and his podcast ever since I watched his interview with Holyfield and the whole ear biting situation. It was really funny to see those two come together and just listen to them laugh about the situation and just his reaction about the situation. So those are the podcasts I've been listening to. They're on all podcast platforms, so you guys can definitely check them out. As for music-wise, I'm trying to wrap this up. A lot of new music has dropped. Some of my top songs is Show Me Love by Alicia Keys and Miguel. And when I say that song is so sexy, you can put that song on with your boo. And I promise you, you're going to be knocking boots. So shout out to that song, Show Me Love by Alicia Keys featuring Miguel. The good says Cash Dial. I love Cash Dial. I think she's so beautiful. And her rapping skills are A1. So she dropped a song with Big Sean called Ready, Set. It's Flames. It's definitely that song you listen to when you're getting dressed. But they head out with the girls. So shout out to Cash Dial with her fine ass. Um, last but not least, the last two songs I got is... Earth Gang, if you guys don't know, is on Dreamville's artist called Bank. It's definitely a banger. And Princess Nukia dropped a song called Sugar Honey Ice Tea. It's definitely flame. She's definitely switching up her style and genre. You know, the last album she had was kind of like gothic. This one is kind of poppy and upbeat, so I'm definitely feeling it. So shout out to those artists. Um, yeah, this was talking with Big Daddy. I really missed you guys. So we're going to hop into the conversation with Miss Hart. All right, y'all. This was a very deep. We got to the nitty gritty on this episode. Mm-hmm. But it was some things that needed to be said. Shout out to the people who was named dropped. And, um, my conclusion from this episode is. Communication is key when it comes to partnership in any form, whether it's friends, lovers, husband, wives, whatever. You got to have communication. Communication is key. Yeah. And just be honest with the person you're dealing with because nobody wants to be heartbroken and nobody wants to be pistol with. Okay. Period. So... 
take that how you want it. <laughs> but overall, right, like, when it comes to dating, you just gotta take the leap, mm-hmm. depending on what you want from it, and know that even if you do get in a relationship, that is a gamble itself. Mm-hmm. Like, even though somebody might end up making you their boyfriend or girlfriend, it's still a gamble if y'all will last, or if that person will end up doing something. So, it's just just having hope mm-hmm. and not giving up and letting yourself just be a part of those experiences mm-hmm. um, with the possibility of anything happening, great, good or bad. Mm-hmm. So, guys, with that being said, we're going to uh, wrap up this episode. All right. You can follow us at EGAT Pod. Yes, me at Heartcatcher. Me at Dorian Black. Yes. And we will talk to you guys next time. See you. Peace. Peace.